Welcome everyone to So Organised Style Podcast. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Morning everyone, it's Tuesday. Of course, today it's Socialist Tuesday and we welcome Chloe Reed. Hi Chloe. Hi Maria. Hi everyone. Glad to see you again. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So today I'm still recovering from the sewing weekender. Ah, yes, I saw you took part in that and we talked about it last week or the week before. How did it go? Really good. So Kate and Rachel from the Fold Line plus Charlotte, who's English girl at home, did an awesome job. Absolutely awesome job because the sewing weekender is usually locally run at Cambridge and they usually have 100 people. However, over the weekend, they had 1,941 participants. Wow, that's amazing. And they were from 37 countries. Oh, that's fantastic. That's such a good thing to have done. Yes, they managed it so well. They raised £23,610 for the four charities. So that's NHS Charities, Stephen Lawrence Charitable Trust, Black Lives Matter and Mind. Fantastic. And of course, Charlotte's one of our editors, so very close to home. We're very proud of her. It's an yes. amazing effort, really phenomenal. And they had two Zoom calls. So Charlotte, Rachel and Kate did a really good job in getting people to talk about what they were doing twice on Saturday and Sunday. The contributors' videos were so informative and fun, so that was great. Lovely. So you enjoyed it then? I really enjoyed it. I am tired. <laughs> so much sewing, so many people to talk to and the videos I'm still looking at. So yes, I had a great time. Yeah, thank you to the organisers. Yeah, fantastic. And that's a phenomenal amount of money. I think in certainly in Australian dollars, that's close to $50,000. Yep. It's pretty amazing. It's an awesome job for something that was locally run and overnight, well, really, it was global and all online. Congratulations to everyone. Fantastic. And how was your week otherwise? Really good. Just getting through it all and making sure I had a project to work on. So, yep. And yourself, did you get all the jeans done? Most of the jeans are done. I've now moved on to shirt. I'm trying to batch sew a little bit. So I've got two of the, I think it's a thread theory pattern, the Fairfield button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. I've got two of those cut out for my husband who really likes a brushed cotton, you know, like a soft, snuggly shirt in winter. And I've also got a seam work Rachel cut out for me which I've never made before so that's good. Mm, You're chugging along with that batch sewing. That's right. That's good so where are we at with socialist posts this week? Well you'd notice if you went back and held me to my premises as to what we're posting. Oh I don't Um, do that. (laughs) No I know that we are we're not quite all over the place but we are certainly adjusting 
on a week-by-week -week basis in terms of the things that we want to engage with and repost, but also people shifting, obviously shifting things around. So this week, and I've said this every week for the past two or three, this week we are almost definitely launching the, we've got a post on the So Your Pride. So Grace. Um, so Queer, which is hosted by Shannon from A Rare Device has written a post for us outlining what they're going to be doing for what was Pride Month, but what they've actually done, obviously, because they didn't want to draw focus away from the Black Lives Matter and the protests and Black Makers Matter stuff that's been going on. Yes. They've shifted their timeline, so they're actually going into July with the sequence that they had and they've got a thing mapped out that's got for each week of that now what is not really a month but a calendar month but is a four-week period they've got like a different theme to it so she's going to step us through that That'll, that's probably going to be wednesday's post i think and then for the rest of the week well we've got a few posts in the works but actually really what we're trying to do internally and lots of our conversations are about this is how to work out what we want the new normal to be and so rather than about kind of getting back to normal for us it's about saying we are still about diversity and inclusion from a range of perspectives mm -hmm. but also what we don't want to lose is the momentum and engagement with black makers and the broader events of society that's happened over the past few weeks we don't want to be the word is, I think, performative in that. So we don't want to be, suddenly every post has to be from a black maker or about a black owned pattern company or anything like that. But what we do want to do is make sure that we continue to engage in that discussion where it's appropriate to elevate the voices of others, to amplify the work of black sewists and to create a more inclusive sewing community through the work that we do. And Socialist is all about having a space for all parts of the community to have a voice and to make sure that they're included. And it's just about us understanding what the balance is now, right? So we're thinking about things like, should we do a mini challenge, which we would normally do, I think, towards usually we would have done it in the middle of the sort of in July, probably, or maybe at the beginning of July. And it just feels that right now feels frivolous. Yes. And we wondered, we wondered about, could we tie it somehow? You know, like we only make patterns from black owned companies or, you know, something like that. But then it becomes almost a little bit tokenistic. It's a bit like the greenwashing idea in the sustainability community. We don't want to just carry on doing what we've done with a nod to the kind of consideration of the visibility of black and people of colour in sewing communities. We don't just want to do it lip service in the context of what we normally do. We want to just really consider how it is that we continue to engage with that dialogue and continue to support all of the people in our community who need a bigger voice. And contributing in any way that individuals can is going to help with the dialogue and the engagement and that we should continue yeah i've seen some kind of encouraging things on that there were two things that really stuck out for me in terms of just instagram and you know seeing posts by people and stuff one was a number of makers who are people of color saying the upturn in business that they've had yeah um, saying this is kind of amazing let's hope it continues and so for us to continue to consciously vote with our dollars or our pounds and to buy from businesses and, and things that are owned by people of color but then the other one was really nice to see which was during last week we reposted some posts that we'd had before but we also had a post from carolyn yes from diary of a sewing fanatic that was a little bit more about the broader things which she originally was going to redo and just repost an interview and then she reworked things into a post for us 
And some of the comments on that were really upsetting, actually, and not what you would want. They were kind of in the all lives matter kind of category, and it's racist for you to say you should buy from black makers. And you know what? Mm-mm. And what was kind of amazing for us was to watch the rest of the socialist community step in and say, actually, that's not that's not what we do. That's not what we endorse or put up with, and we don't stand by this, and we don't walk past it. Oh, that's um, good. Sorry, that's really good to hear. It was just lovely, actually, because we, we're, as you know, a community of volunteers. And so one of us would be manning Instagram and the others kind of check in often during the day on Slack and talk to each other and stuff. And just as you were kind of looking at it going, oh, hang on, one of us needs to step in and say this isn't okay. The community did it for us or for themselves, actually. Yeah. And so that was, for me, a really nice indication of the way that the sewing community, certainly the one that I operate in, is being a little bit more brave about making it clear when behaviour is unacceptable and is really adopting, you know, a new way of being. That was really nice to see. The fact that we've got people in the community who are, as you said, happy to step up and say, hang on, you know, what she's saying is valid, is really good to hear. Yeah, it was great. It gave me hope for the way the sewing community will hopefully continue to build on the experiences of the last few weeks and take us into into a new way of operating, I guess. So really, that's what we're doing at the moment, working out the best way for us to proceed and make sure we don't, as I said, lose the momentum that's being created behind this. Keep the conversation going, make sure people continue to be engaged and continue to make sure that we're part of an inclusive community. Yep, that's right. So that's us for this week. That's a lot. It's a lot to contend with, but it's really great that with the socialists, you've got your permanent team and you've got your temporary editors plus the community that support conversations that are happening and again the blog posts that go up every week yeah it's great it's lovely to be part of great okay thanks again chloe for coming on to so organized style podcast for socialist thanks for having me and have a great week everyone thanks a lot chloe have a great day listeners bye